One. Wendy Bell. Inspiring solutions to save America. One show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? Folks, it's so frustrating. I have warned so many people so many times that we were headed right where we are. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words, we will not comply. Well, here we are, folks. That is exactly, in a nutshell, what all of this is about. And the icing on the cake for these people would be convicting him and then indicting him and sending him to jail then. And it's all been it's it's all been so so predictable. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. You've just signed up for the WBR Army. Welcome aboard. This is the Wendy Bell Radio Program. High achievers do not like mediocre people, and mediocre people. Are threatened by high achievers. Nick Saban said that. And he's right. When you're putting together a team, you need to have everybody on the same wavelength, right? We've got to be connected. We have to have a shared purpose. Everybody needs to have their own lane. You do your job, I'll do my job. But if we're all committed to the same end game, which is what this program is, now that I think about it, The end game is America. It is saving America from crazy. It is keeping America from going off of the cliff. It is allowing our children to inherit a land of which we are proud. And this perhaps is the most important fight of our lifetimes. Lifetimes. Welcome back, by the way. I have a very difficult time with people who cannot take responsibility. If you make a mistake, admit it. I did that. That was me. I'm sorry. What can I do to fix it? And if something happens and you get fired or whatever happens, you move along, you learn from it, and you grow. We're we're kneecapping an entire generation of humanity. With this idea, you can just point fingers somewhere else and live in an alternate universe and never be responsible for who you are, what you do, but more importantly, what you don't do. One of the greatest moments as a parent I ever had came last semester of my son's, my oldest son's college career, Clemson. And this is a great kid. He's smart and handsome and funny and kind and fiery. He's one of the greatest conversationalists I've ever enjoyed spending time with. He can take a situation and put it into an analogy 
in an instant and an analogy that is applicable to the person with whom he is speaking. It's phenomenal. And yet he is the biggest procrastinator and excuse maker I've ever met. And all of that came crashing down in a moment on him towards the end of his college career. And it was a stressful, nail-biting, pull-your-hair-out extravaganza that was unnecessary, and it was created by him. And there was nothing I could do. And I, even if I could have bailed him out, I wouldn't have. How was he going to learn? And one day, in the darkness of the pre-dawn, as I was getting ready for work, my phone rang, and it was him. And he acknowledged and took responsibility for putting himself in a lousy situation and conversely then of, well, making me stay up at night worrying about him. I'm sorry, Mom, this was on me. This was my fault. If I had just blank, this would not have happened. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a triumphant day. Not just as a parent, but as a human being. And then the challenge is, all right, how do I not do that again? There's no roadmap to this. But if you're not intellectually honest, how, how are you expected to, to be a contributing member of this great nation? Listen to this conversation. Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold. She's up there with all these other ones. Katie Hobbs, before she cheated her way into the governor's office, right? You've got the Shanna Bellows in Maine. The, the list goes on and on and on. This Secretary of State is, is very quick to use and to show us the execution of the victim card game. The I'm not going to take responsibility. I'm going to blame somebody else and then I'm going to play the victim card. I'm the victim of something that even anybody paying attention even moderately knows is my fault. So it's a series of audio sound bites with John Berman on CNN. And they're talking about what's going on, kicking Trump off the ballot, yada, yada, yada. Now, the conversation is exactly this. Threats. Oh, the Colorado Supreme Court has received threats. Oh, my gosh, Shenna Bellows, the Secretary of State. She was apparently the victim of a weekend swatting situation where someone called the FBI or the police and said something terrible was going on at her house. <gasps> Who's behind it? Bum, bum, bum. The conversation isn't that the Colorado Supreme Court decided to become judge, jury, and executioner and decide that Donald Trump engaged in insurrection, incited one, and therefore should be eliminated from consideration on the Colorado primary ballot. It's not your purview. It's completely contraindicated. It is completely antithetical to where we live with justice in America, right? We're not going to say we blew it. We're really just triggered Democrats. We're going to say that Donald Trump and the GOP are unhinged and they are threatening everybody. And this is a perilous time. See, if you're just honest, 
And you say, well, we're trying to get rid of him because we know that everybody wants him and he's going to unravel all this nonsense that we're trying to do to ruin America from within, right? If you at least said that, we'd be on regular playing field. We'd be on the same ground. No, it's different. And I want you to hear this. Audio soundbite number one. John Berman is going to ask, <laughs> is going to ask the Secretary of State from Colorado, Jenna Griswold, about, you know, it's been a difficult time for you. We've got threats. I understand you guys have been getting threats. What's that like, Jenna? Listen. As soon as that case was filed, I started to receive uh, a lot of death threats. <laughs> And when the Colorado Supreme Court acted in, in deciding that Donald Trump had disqualified himself because he engaged in insurrection, they received a bunch of death threats and so did I. Uh, so it's just a, a atmosphere of political violence that unfortunately is not new. It has been with us since the 2020 and 2021. Uh, being used to try to intimidate secretaries of state and election workers. You know, if I were John Berman, I'd be like, well, that's a, that's a big number, a bunch. Well, how many is a bunch exactly? Is there like a number for a bunch? Do we have to talk to farmers? Is there a is that a is that a quantifiable? You got a bunch of death threats. That sounds kind of flippant, honestly. Oh, we got a bunch of death threats. So did the Supreme Court people. You know, they filed that thing. We decided that Donald Trump is ineligible. We got a bunch, bunch of death threats. But this is where we are. This is the way we've been. We're not going to talk about the lie I just dropped on you. We need to focus on how horrible it is that in today's day and age, I can't do my job without crazy lunatic Republicans coming after me. Lady, you suck, okay? You're a bad actress. And John Berman is a terrible news anchor. But he's going to continue. He's going to say, well, who's to blame for these threats, Jenna? I can't imagine how this feels. Go. I would say Donald Trump and Republicans <laughs> and in Congress and mm. high-ranking Republicans across the nation who have not stood up to condemn the rhetoric of violence. You know, all the lies, all the disinformation are, are used as justification to suppress the vote across the nation. Mm -hmm. uh, the lies have incited security breaches, including election officials breaching their own equipment. Wow. Uh, and have really incited a, a wave of political threats to election workers. Uh, and the intended result is happening. A lot of election workers have said they will step down or have stepped down including Colorado uh, seeing a turnover rate of one third of our elected <gasps> county clerks, the people who run the elections at the county level since 2020. Since 2020. She's saying a third of the people, the, the clerks in charge of the elections, they, they're resigning. Well, what she's not telling you is they get pushed out. People move along. And uh, by the way, 30% is nothing compared to Utah. It's 59%. Arizona, it's 80%. There's an ebb and flow of staff. It's a difficult job. But Jenna Griswold wants you to know because of these threats, these people can't even deal with it anymore. These Republicans won't stand up against threats of violence. Well, you know what we are standing up against? You guys pretending like you are greater than the Constitution. See, we're calling out what you're doing. And you know that you have no logical defense other than being an emotional nutcase. And so everybody's threatening you. <laughs> She's not done. No wonder young men don't want to date these people. Audio soundbite number three. We got to play. We got to blame Donald Trump. It's all we've got left. Listen. 
Uh, so Donald Trump uh, is his rhetoric is dangerous. Uh, and of, of course, I, I would say there was not a mistake um, or, or he knew what he was doing when he posted on social media the biography of the main secretary of state that led to intimidation and threats against her. All right. So we're going to talk about this after this short commercial break. Jenna Griswold says Donald Trump incited this. He posted something on Truth Social uh, and it's it's incited all this violence. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to review what Donald Trump said and what this lunatic leftist is trying to dump on you. Don't pay attention to their filth. Pay attention to their emotion. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So Colorado Secretary of State. Jenna Griswold said in the last clip that we listened to, that it's Donald Trump's fault that people are coming out against us. And it's scary. And it's such stop. Well, so we kind of dug into that. Well, what did Donald Trump say on Truth Social? Nothing that would even remotely be constituting a threat. He put a picture up of Shenna Bellows, who's the Secretary of State in Maine, who decided to wave the wand and take his name off of the ballot and is now ensnarled in litigation with Trump about this. Yes. And he put up a picture of her with Joe Biden. She's been to the White House multiple times last year. Now, is that earth shattering news? No, but Salon Magazine, (laughs) Uber, Uber left, has decided to write an article about it. And this is what it says. MAGA meltdown as Trump six truth social fans on Maine Secretary of State who booted him off of the ballot. Maine's top election official Thursday removed former President Donald Trump from the state's Republican primary ballot under the 14th Amendment's insurrectionist ban. Blah, 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 blah. I did not reach this conclusion lightly, she says. Democracy is sacred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they put up this picture and it's it's not complicated. It's a picture of Shenna Bello, Secretary of State, with Joe Biden. And it says... Do you think Maine's Democrat Secretary of State is impartial? It's a question. Picture of her with Joe Biden's arm around her, probably sniffing her. Whatever. Right? Do you think Maine's Democrat Secretary of State is impartial? Oh, the threats that came out of that. You people are really really unfortunate on the left. I feel for you. See, I would read you some of the drivel in this magazine article, but I think that our time is better served talking about what a real threat is. Because it happened to an investigative reporter by the name of Mohammed El Alawi. A real threat. An Egyptian investigative journalist who exposed the acquisition of a luxury villa by Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky's mother-in-law, has been found dead, according to a report. Unlike Barack Obama's chef, who was paddleboarding naked for some reason and just drowned. So weird. There's really no mystery about what happened to Mohammed Al-Alawi, 
as he reported on the purchase of the villa for $4.85 million. How would Vladimir Zelensky's mother-in-law have that much money? Huh. It's not a mystery what happened to Mr. Al-Alawi. His body was discovered in the Red Sea, in the Red Sea city, I should say, of Hergada, with fractures and bruises found on the body. The cause of death was due to a cerebral hemorrhage as a result of a severe brain injury. He had been beaten to death. Now, let me ask you, is Donald Trump's MAGA war room putting up a picture with Shenna Bellows and Joe Biden embracing each other, laughing, asking, do you think this woman can be impartial, is threatening, when telling the truth about something a growing number of Americans now feel has been nothing more than a money laundering scam, i.e. funding Ukraine, when an actual victim who dared to tell the truth and report on a nearly $5 million luxury villa purchase by Vladimir Zelensky's mother-in-law gets beaten to death. Who's threatened more? This farcical idea on the left or people who dare to stand up to expose it. How dare they? When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends, it's Journalism 101, right? Do not take payments from people. No payola, right? You do not want to compromise your integrity here. Well, apparently, some folks have not paid attention to that, my friends. And uh, I've got proof of it. It's going to focus on the Associated Press. Uh Uh-oh, next. I remember when I was working for the local ABC affiliate in my hometown here in the land before time, Pennsylvania, and we had a big seminar. Everybody had to come into the studio and there were seats and tables and a presentation, a PowerPoint, somebody very stern talking to us about best practices, best behavior as journalists. Okay. And it was all about payola. Not allowed to take anything that's valued over $50. If somebody gives you something, you know, you've got to report it. This is the process. We've got these boxes to check and not the racial gender kind. This kind. In the event that something comes up, we have to have proper documentation. So much of life is about CYA and avoiding litigation. Isn't that everything? We have too many lawyers. Anyway, so after the training module, you had to you had to take a test, right? Everybody had a, had a computer in front of them, a laptop. You did the training module, yada yada yada. It was a half day of of just a brain drain, but you got to do it because it was required by corporate. Fine, whatever. Man, I got to tell you, times have changed because not only are journalists getting paid, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. 
And I got this story from the Washington Free Beacon. I love this site. And here's the headline. Associated Press, AP, quietly reveals donation from foreign group that trains journalists as climate change activists. Is there one thing in that statement that isn't disgusting? Donation. It's not a donation. It's a bribe. That's what that is. A group disguising itself as some kind of philanthropic do-goodery is going to make a quote-unquote gift, a donation to the Associated Press. Much like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation gives hundreds of millions of dollars to media outlets around the world. CNN, Al Jazeera, ABC, NPR got $24 million dollars from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in 2021. (laughs) Right? Do you think that maybe with that kind of bankroll, the reporters at NPR (laughs) are going to give Bill Gates really, really great coverage? He's going to need it because he's all over, I'm sure. Epstein's travel logs and other things for whatever reason. Did you guys hear that, by the way? Those logs were supposed to be dropped today. But all of a sudden, in an 11th hour move, this just in, apparently now the date of the drop of names, the first tranche, if you will, is getting pushed to January 22nd. All right, whatever. We'll see what happens with that. It doesn't mean that the people who interacted with Jeffrey Epstein were guilty of anything, but it is something for us to consider, especially depending on when they were part of his life. So let's get into this. The Associated Press's latest foreign donor wants to transform journalists into, quote, community activists on climate change. The AP does not seem very interested in you knowing that. The KR Foundation, a Danish nonprofit that seeks the, quote, rapid phase out of fossil fuels. I mean, every single thing I'm reading to you sucks. They want and they seek the rapid phase out of fossil fuels. Why? Because that in and of itself is a whole scheme. It's a whole scam. The whole thing they've been trying to push since the 1960s. So gave the equivalent of $300,000 to the Associated Press in December of 2022. This is according to the charity's annual report. It's not really a charity. It's a Danish nonprofit. We gave $300,000 to the AP. What do you expect to get for that? Because it's all about what you owe me. It's all about bribes and blackmail and filth, period. And apparently the media are not immune to this. Though the AP says it is committed to, quote, the highest practicable degree of transparency. What does that mean? Why don't you just say, we don't lie. How about that? Our pledge to you. We tell the truth. Is that all you want? That's all I want. Just freaking tell me the truth. I don't care who's paid you. It ought not change what you do or say. Alas, it does. Because this KR Foundation wants the AP to be a bunch of little climate activists. Little clone troopers worried about the planet. Oh, no. Ew. 
the latest left-wing charity to fund the Associated Press. Apparently, there are more. And the AP says it's read by 4 billion people every day. Boop. Give me a break. Come on, man. You want to tell me that half of the global population is reading the Associated Press? Please. Because if that's the case and you guys only got 300 grand, you got screwed. Claudine Gay made out better than you idiots did, right? So don't think that the Associated Press, when it's covering things that have to do with the climate, don't think that they've been greased at all. You should believe them entirely or not. How about this? You know what they call it? Journalism. They call these donations, which are bribes, philanthropic support. It's philanthropic support, right? It's Nancy Pelosi wrapping herself in the American flag as she rips Donald Trump's State of the Union. Don't don't think of what I'm doing that way, right? It's philanthropic support in the past year alone. This is a website called CEP.org. In the past year alone, journalists from the Associated Press have explored the impact of climate change on the Jordan River and other sacred rivers in Africa, Asia, and South America, revealing hundreds of thousands of students have disappeared from U.S. public school roles since the pandemic began and personalized a redistricting case before the Supreme Court by introducing readers to the people it impacted. I didn't... I didn't ask for journalists to be activists. Forget payola. You kidding me? You've got people that you're grooming into clone troopers. This is what we have. This is why 97% of all journalists surveyed say they're liberal slash Democrat. 3.4% are conservative. No wonder. There's no room for integrity or conservative values anymore. Certainly not when you're going to wrap it up in the misnomer of philanthropic support for journalism. Have you guys all scratched your heads about why your local TV stations and why the national news networks don't cover vaccine injuries when related to the mRNA debacle of these COVID-19 jabs? Because they took money. They took money from the government. They take money from pharma. They take money from BlackRock and Vanguard. These people don't care about you. They won't tell you the truth. And beyond that, they're worried about getting sued. Here's a newsflash. To every newspaper, radio station, television outlook, outfit, blogger, streamer, whatever. I'm going to give you the secret sauce. Why I've been successful. Because it works. It's a proven track record. Tell the truth. All America wants is the truth. Claudine Gay can't tell the truth. Joe Biden can't tell the truth. The Uniparty is so afraid of the truth, they need a January 6th to smokescreen so they can avoid telling the truth. 
People who stand up and say, you know what? I noticed something kind of weird with that election. Become public enemy number one because they threaten to expose the truth. If we all just were honest, all of these silly little games would go away. We wouldn't dance around each other. We wouldn't have these fake stories. We wouldn't put positions, people in positions that they don't deserve to be a part of. Because honestly, we would say to each other, you know what? I'm sorry, but elevating people based on what they look like sounds like a a loser of a strategy. I'm thinking maybe we should choose smart people. You know, if we're going to go into outer space, I don't really care if the pilot of the space shuttle, the captain or whatever it is, I don't care what they look like. Can they get the thing where it needs to go and back? Full stop. Pretty easy that way. Let's put that person in charge. The person who's done it the most times, has the most time in the simulator, knows the most about science, has been deeply entrenched in all of this for a while. Or are we going to pick somebody off the street and say, they look kind of good. That person walks with a limp. That's good. They might be, you know, challenged in some way. And they check a couple other boxes for us. Put them in. We are, we are now reaping what has been sown. And for those of us who are like, yo, I didn't vote for that. I was the one on November 3rd and all of the days leading up to it saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all see what's going on, right? You know what they're doing, right? You're not going to fall for it. We were the voices saying, beware. Beware of angry Democrats. Beware of the suck. I'm I'm tired of embracing it. So the AP doesn't want you to know that they've been bought off. We expect you to cover us in a certain way, says this nonprofit that wants to push the end of fossil fuels. This is what your administration is doing. Lying to you about the benefits of electronic stuff. Don't drive your car. Get an EV. It doesn't work in the cold, but boy, oh boy, it'll make you feel much better about who you are as a human being. Enough. If you can't trust the media, and you can't, whom can you? Ah, the conundrum of all. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, I want to talk about this. America's AWOL president, lobster face Joe Biden, apparently didn't get the memo on the sunscreen. Got a little roasted in St. Croix, sponging off of another another billionaire donor. Well, we got some new statistics on how much time last year he spent away from the Oval. I think you need to know this. I'm going to drop the data on you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So, I mean, I think it's obvious that Claudine Gay and these others are, they are products of and symptoms of... A a greater disease. And it is a... It is a dismantling of America's proven meritocracy in favor of a sniveling, activist, sponging government of suck. 
where everybody needs to be offended by everybody else. And as long as we're all running around angry at each other, the government gets to do what it does and has done for so long with impunity. And that is to abuse us and lie to us and steal from us. And it's so obvious. In order to pull that off, you need to have a pretty vacuous individual at the helm. And so, of course, it was a no-brainer when they were looking for how, who are we going to put in there? Joe Biden. Of course. Of course we're going to put in Joe Biden. One, we've got so much dirt on him over years of watching him and his family. He and his family milk the system and, and, and enrich themselves. The crime family syndicate, it is obvious. It is demonstrable. It is not, it, it is not negotiable. And it ultimately will come out. I want you to hear this, though. New York Post, a little retrospective of the year in review. Biden spent 37% of 2023 at a, at a getaway spot of some ilk, whether it be in Delaware at his homes, at posh vacation sites, or at Camp David. 37%. I want a president who is in D.C., they're saying, oh, well, Donald Trump was gone a lot. He was at Mar-a-Lago. Do you honestly think that Joe Biden has made any of the decisions that are going on in, the, in this country right now? It's all Barack Obama. And Barack Obama, if my instincts are correct, is trying to figure out a way to get him and Jill the hell out of the Oval Office and put someone he wants instead there that he can continue to manip manipulate for a fourth term. Back to Joe Biden. President Biden spent more than one-third of the past year at a getaway spot. Either one of his Delaware residences, a posh vacation site, or Camp David, according to a post-review of public records. Mind you, none of these locations keep visitor logs. So who knows who this dude's been meeting with. The 81-year-old commander-in-chief was away at one of his relaxing locations or famous retreats in 138 days in 2023 138 days brock how many days off did you get in in 2023 you got you have i mean i'm sure it's a, a lot you might have to go back and think about your personal calendar one one what you got one day off christmas is that it yes well you're going to need to do a lot more work to catch up to Joe. Why don't you take the rest of the year off, in fact, at least up until June, and then maybe you'll be close. Delaware was his favorite spot. 90 days there, including frequent weekends, one prolonged vacation, and either his personal residence in the Wilmington suburb of Greenville or his sun and sand hideaway in Rehoboth. The only way Joe Biden has money to have two homes worth millions of dollars is not because he was killing it as a senator, not because he was killing it as vice president, or he's raking it in as president. Dude is dirty. Factual, actual. Dirty and vacant and regularly away. Biden's number of getaway days in 2023 was only slightly down from 2022 
when he spent more than 38% of that year at the very same locations. The data involves full or partial days that the president spent at the sites. Now, of course, the White House has maintained the president can work from anywhere. You know, when he zonked out on the beach, representing the strength and the grit and the determination of we, the people of these United States. That's Joe Biden representing America. And of course, these are the same people who want to tell us that it's really, it's going to be a neck and neck. It's, it's a nail biter. I mean, I don't know if Donald Trump's going to be able to pull it off. Really? Come on, man. The president, this is great when they quote his people. Olivia Dalton, one of the, the, the White House press secretaries of suck. The president is taking 16 days of vacation this year. And even on those days, he has worked. How many of you guys are able to do all of your work from the beach? Really? How many of you are, are counting your vacation in St. Croix or in Lake Tahoe? Or where else has this cat gone where he's gone on vacation, right? No, no, no. He's working the whole. It's so stupid. It's so insulting. It's so obvious. Everything going around us. You are being told, no, you are wrong. Don't trust what you hear. Don't believe what you see. Don't listen to your gut instinct. You're wrong. Everything, they're working really hard on your behalf. Uh Uh-huh. Joe Biden is a disgrace, and everybody knows it. So the third hour of the Wendy Bell Radio program is moments away. And then I want to talk to you about this. Because this is what your government thinks is fair. We're talking specifically about the Department of Justice. Did you hear that they want Ray Epps, who they say is just an unwitting victim of January 6th? He was not a Fed, was not an undercover guy. He was nothing. He had nothing to do with anything. Well, they say he should probably serve six months. Six months. Because of these mitigating factors, I want you to, to listen as they fall over themselves to run interference for the people on their side when they're so willing to lock up innocent conservatives on the other. This is jaw-dropping, and it's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Mm-hmm. 